Driven mofos, I'm guessing that you found out about this podcast because someone shared it with you, posted it on their Insta stories, tweeted it, or something like that. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and getting a heap of value from it, just like those who shared it with you. As you know, I don't run any paid ads or sponsorship on this podcast, as it's my goal to get good information out to the world for free. The only thing that I'd ask from you is that you continue to pay it forward by sharing this episode and letting others know about what we do in this podcast so that we can keep growing this amazing community of driven mofos. So please keep the good karma rolling and share this episode with someone or just share it on your socials. Bribery happens all the time in business. It's just most business owners don't even realize that they're essentially bribing staff with money. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I talk about the many lessons, learnings, and tools that I've learned along my journey from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to rich listers, successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more, all while running business and personal performance events for tens of thousands of people who wanna get the best out of themselves and their lives. This is my way of helping more people to excel in life, build successful empires, and be the best that they can be. I hope you share and enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about why most business owners are actually bribing staff by consistently paying them more when they don't have a lot of other things going on in their business, or it's not really a business that most people want to work for. So I'm going to talk about how you can improve the quality of your business so that you don't have to bribe staff in order to work for you or to stay in your business. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Let's talk today about bribery and business. This is so common. A lot of people, especially right now, right now I've heard that there's a skills crisis. You know, I see it on the the media and the team. Businesses can't hire good staff. There's no good staff out there, yada, yada, yada. Now, the thing is that a lot of businesses have to bribe people to come and work for their business because they lack the infrastructure that makes people want to come and work for them. Now, if you look at great businesses throughout the years, things like, let's say, Apple computers or Apple. Apple over the years have created such a good culture, although it does change every now and again. And sometimes, you know, I've heard of talks of unionization and stuff like this. But essentially, great businesses like Apple that have a great brand and build this great culture and put a lot of effort into training and developing people and and developing staff. Whether that's still happening or not, I'm not really too sure. But I know over the years, they used to have a great, great hiring model. Now, if you look at that model, it's normally built on a whole bunch of other infrastructure or other things that people want to come and work for, which isn't just money. Now, in a lot of studies that I've seen and read, money is normally about the fourth or fifth reason why people will go to work. So if you offer someone a lot of money, but at the same time, the working conditions are pretty shitty, the people that they're working with are absolute knobheads and they don't like them, then most people will leave, even if the money is good. And you'll see this in the corporate industry where people will leave a corporate job, a nice cozy corporate job that they feel like they're not progressing in and they're not getting growth in and they don't like the people that they're working with or they don't like the reason why the business exists in the first place. Like let's say it's the finance business and 2008 happens and they see people getting ripped off and people aren't getting looked after. They might look at that and just go, you know, it's not worth being here for the money and they leave. And they might take a 30, 40, 50, $60,000 pay cut depending on how high up they are in their role. And this happens quite often. Now, a lot of business owners, because if you're a business owner and you're an effective business owner, normally wealth creation or money or finance or something like that will be up there in your top values. Unless you have a business partner or someone else in the business who has a high value on money, who manages the finances, who looks at the sales and the growth of the business and and so on through a financial lens. So I've seen a lot of people out there who grow successful businesses and they say things like, you know what, money's never really been important for us. Well, that may be true that that's not the cultural lens that they look out of, but it's pretty fucking hard to grow a business if money's not important because money is the food that a business eats in order to grow. So that's like saying food's not important when you have enough food in the house. When you run out of food, then it becomes really critical that you get food. And business is a lot like that as well. And so there are a lot of business owners out there that either lack the self-awareness 
to realize that money has always been important to them because if money wasn't important, they wouldn't actually have a business in the first place. It would have failed, it would have died. Or they say it because they're virtue signaling to society saying, you know what? I do this, it's not about the money, I don't really care. And I see a lot of motivational speakers, a lot of the big boys and girls out there who get up on stage in front of tens of thousands of people and they make them run down the back of the room and they've set up these amazing sales pitches and the whole event, they've been framing the shit out of people in order to get sales. And then they say, you know, money's not important, we don't do it for the money. Well, maybe your sole purpose isn't for the money, but at the same time, your business doesn't operate without that thing. And if you're driven to sell, you're driven to market hard, you're driven to do that sort of stuff and it creates a really good business model that is profitable, then money, wealth creation, financial structure, something like that has to be normally part or high up of the value system or someone has been hired where that is the case. So for me, I know that I am honest about this with our community. Business and wealth creation is my third highest value. So I love teaching. This podcast is free. I don't charge for it. I love teaching. And a lot of the time I will give knowledge for free, but there comes a point where I go, my time is valuable. The knowledge that I have is valuable. I can't do what I do at a high level without being paid well because I reinvest that money back on studying, learning, running events, running seminars. So that money goes back into the business and also it goes into part of my lifestyle as well, which keeps me inspired so that I can keep inspiring others. So it helps everything to grow around me. Without it, it's very, very hard to grow. But again, a lot of people lie about that. So it's just signaling a lot of the time. Hey Driven Mofos, if you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. When it comes to staff, a lot of the time, because business owners have a high value of business or wealth creation or financial management or financial growth, when they're with staff, they think that staff work for money because the business owner works for money. And I hear this a lot where a business owner will come to me and they're like, I can't get good staff. You know, they all want money. They all want this. But what they're really saying is that they filter their employment and they filter their business through the lens of money. And so therefore they project that onto everybody else and goes, well, everyone just wants more money. No. You're the business owner and you want more money. And so therefore, you tend to attract staff that are similar and like-minded to you just to give you feedback that maybe you're too finance-driven. And it's teaching you that probably you don't have a good culture of your business apart from just the money. And I see this quite a lot, probably more than anything in the finance space especially, and also in the trade-based industries where a lot of business owners will work extremely hard, they will make good money, then they try to grow their business so they can keep making money, they hire staff, they onboard all these staff, They don't really onboard them effectively. They don't have a culture. They don't have values. They don't really have a mission. They don't really refer to the values in the mission. They don't use it as part of their hiring process. They have a pretty shitty HR structure. So they just throw these ads out there or they talk to the rest of their team and they say, look, we need to hire people. And then all of a sudden these people come in and they say, I wanna leave my job because they're probably looking a little bit for money as well. And so that just becomes part of the hiring strategy, part of the culture. And then so over time, the business gets squeezed. The business owner gets more stressed. Staff aren't operating effectively because there's no value structure in the business. The hiring strategy is shit. So the owner gets more stressed out, more frustrated, more stuck. They feel like they're caged. And so again, they just end up frustrated and they think that everyone's just working for money. When the truth is that that's really just the lens that the business owner is operating through. When the business owner becomes more self-aware and starts to realize that business isn't just about money, You essentially are hiring people, you're employing people, your taxation goes to making the country that you live in a better place, and you start to become a bit more grounded as an individual, then the business becomes a little bit more grounded as well. And so then you start to put in your value structure, 
You create a clear mission of why what you do is important to others. You create a purpose, which is a, a differentiator in the marketplace. So instead of just being Michael the electrician, who's competing with John the electrician and Bob's electrical and Jim's electrical, then what happens is you now start to create a different culture. And so you'll start attracting staff that have a different culture. In fact, Matt, who's probably listening to this right now, owns a plumbing business. And he sent me a message as part of our business growth odyssey. And he sent a thank you message to me just in the last couple of days saying, you know, I've just onboarded a heap of new staff. They were working for another business and they ended up leaving that company in order to work for his company for not as much pay, but they wanted to move because the culture there that he had created from implementing what we've been teaching over the last 12 months at Business Growth Odyssey has helped him build a business that attracts the right quality staff. Because when you're hiring, you're looking for two things. You're looking for competency, which is can they do the job? And number two is are they a culture fit? And because he started changing his culture and implementing a lot of what we teach from the foundational standpoint, from a business model point of view, now the business is starting to attract staff who fit the culture of his business. People who are fitter, who are healthier, who look after themselves, who look after the, the work car, who do a good job, who, who are enthusiastic about the career that they have, who want to work for a business that's supportive of all the people who work in the business. And the goal of the business is to help the staff grow also. And so this culture attracts a certain type of individual. So now he's essentially got a couple more staff members who are a cultural fit, who don't want just the money alone. They want to be paid well in order to do the job. But at the same time, they're, they're prepared to take a little bit of a pay cut in order to have a better culture and to feel like they're going home at nighttime and they, they can be with their family and that they've had a good day. Instead of leaving work and going, I fucking hate this place. I don't want to be here. This is shit. The boss just puts pressure on me all the time. I'm frustrated. I feel stuck. Then they go home. It impacts their family. It impacts their relationship. It impacts the money because they go home and then they spend their money because they're looking to buy some sort of a pleasure or some sort of positive reinforcement for the bad choices that they make on a daily basis by going to a job that they hate. And so all of these things play out in people's lives. And I think there are a small minority of people right now in the workforce who really understand that money's not everything. And they're, they're looking for a, a transition into a more cultural appropriate business. And so this is a great opportunity for business owners who are intelligent and a lot more self-aware to implement these things so that they don't have to bribe staff to work for them. Because if money is the only reason why you're attracting talented staff, then it tells you that the only thing that you have to offer in your business for a staff member to work for you is money. Now, we saw this also back in the day when Virgin first came into Australia, Virgin Airlines, they competed with Qantas. Now, Qantas were paying staff more, but Virgin was getting better quality staff at first. Now, that's I think that's changed over the years, but they were getting better quality staff because the culture of Virgin Airlines with Richard Branson at the helm was offering a, a fun, energetic working environment versus Qantas that used to be a lot more stiff and a lot more corporate and very structured and staff couldn't really have fun. They were just there to do a job. And so Virgin ended up getting more staff that were cheaper than Qantas that were paying more for staff, but were very structured and very stagnant and very stale. Now, over the years, I guess that's changed because of competition and all that sort of stuff. But um, it's just something to think about if you're a business owner, that if you're really bribing staff with more money, it's just because that's the only thing you have to offer them. If you can offer them other forms of value, because remember, money is just the exchange of value. If you can offer them other things, that are valuable also. Sometimes businesses will give staff the ability to go and train during their lunch break or 
to go and do certain education and learning and all those things, that's valuable. So you don't have, value doesn't just come through money, it comes through lots of other different ways. If you're listening to this right now, my recommendation is to go and write down a whole bunch of reasons why someone should come and work for you and the value that you will offer to them. So you might say, flexible working hours, that's valuable to some people. It might be that you know you can knock off early on a Friday if you do extra hours on uh, Monday to Thursday. It might mean that there's more learning and education. That's also valuable. It might be that there's ongoing training. It might be that the culture and the staff all get together and they all hang out and it's just a really cool place to work. That is also valuable. I mean, there's lots of things that provide value. A family environment sometimes for people is highly valuable. It all depends. But my recommendation is if you're listening to this and you're a business owner, write down all the value that you offer because then you'll be able to clearly explain that to somebody in the interview process so that you don't just have to bribe people with money. I hope you've been enjoying these episodes. I look forward to joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. And remember, better you, better business, better life. Keep crushing it, Driven Mofos. 